Hello everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It is Pride Weekend, shout out, shout out. So if you are LGBTQ otaku, I love you. I am LGBTQ otaku, I love you. And hell yeah, we love everybody. It's all good, it's all Gucci. Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite song. Favorite song. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna leave that in. Fuck it. It's funny. Because, you know what? With the newscast, you get a little bit more candid some, okay? So, fuck you. Look! Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host, Sound the Bomb. Of course, from the Anime Summit Podcast. And you know what? This week... Uh, so, last week, I kind of covered a lot of E3, and there was so much upcoming anime stuff I covered that this week is a little light... And then I have a little, like, opinion piece slash posing a question for y'all um, that we can have in the discussion, or have a discussion in the Discord later about. But, yeah, like, I don't have that much stuff, and I'm kind of just, like, winging part of this today. So, um, yeah, kind of gearing up for summer and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we're doing this summer. A lot of fixing my house and shit. And, like, I just fixed the faucet today, the kitchen faucet today. Me and Trisha did. And... That actually, surprisingly, was not hard. Like, when you hear, like, plumbing and electrical and all that shit, you get a little, like, apprehensive. Like, ooh. Anyway, I dulled it so hard today, so fuck you. Anyway, let's get right into it. And, of course, I'm going to start it how I always start it, with the um, Right Stuff anime sale. We're going to get right into it. Uh, let's see. Here we go. The weekend sale is called the Isekai Weekend Sale. So, literally just a bunch of Isekai stuff. I- isekai, Isekai, I see, I see Kai in the face. I don't know how you say it. I think I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm always saying that wrong, that word wrong. Anyway, we got No Game, No Life stuff, Sword Art Online stuff, obviously. Um, oh man, this Asuna figure. Oof. Sword Art Online, the movie Ordinal Scale figure. That's fucking awesome. I still haven't seen that movie. If you have, let me know. I heard it was just okay. Like, it was just like another long. SAO episode that deals with its own shit. Um, ReZero stuff, obviously. Konosuba stuff. ReZero manga all over the place. Uh, slime. Reincarnated as a slime. Which is pretty sick. A um, bunch of stuff on here, man. Gun Gale Online 2, which I think... Oh, it's manga volume 2. There we go. Spirited Away is on here. The Blu-ray of Spirited Away is on here. I guess that kind of counts, right? Because uh, Sen gets whisked away to another world. It's thirty bucks. That Blu-ray is thirty bucks on here, but like it's discounted for the weekend sale at eighteen eighty-seven. So cop that, cop that, homie, cop that, and more figures, of course. And then we have a Spirited Away um, art book on here, which is normally thirty-five bucks, down to sale of twenty-five bucks. Also, Right Stuff is doing this thing that they do every year called the Waifu Battle, and you know you always hear about the Waifu Wars on Reddit and like the Crunchyroll awards and shit like that. But like I didn't know that Right Stuff did a thing every year. I guess they're doing it right now. Waifu Battle Round One Voting, Waifu Battle 2019. So you just um input your name and email and stuff like here, and then like there's it's weird because it's not like it's <laughs> it's not like uh you just pick one. It's the, the it's they're doing it like like with matches in brackets. So like they have so there's match one is Rias Gremori and Taiga from Toradora and uh Rias from High School DXD and we have Kaguya-sama, Chika from Kaguya-sama versus Botan, Yoko versus Winry, Mikasa Ackerman versus Chizuru from Real Life 
and like these are all like ma- matches in the first round, right? And then the, they'll advance to the next round. They're doing it like tournament style, and they're putting like some crazy characters up against some like newer characters, like Oscar versus Megumin, Oscar from Eva- Evangelion versus Megumin from uh, Konosuba. Get out of here! Don't tell me to vote for that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> the fuck do you mean i don't know it might be fun though so you should go check that out if you want to just go do it we should all just go do it for fun just like see what's what right then we can have uh waifu arguments in the uh discord so there you go um i do believe too i was just like checking on here i think i think i said it on the newscast already but i don't remember uh i think i said it like a couple weeks ago oh, okay here it is the Steam Summer Sale, I thought it was today for some reason, so I'm just, like, bringing that up randomly. Sorry. But, like, it's actually June 25th, not 21st. So, anyway. Booyah! Get ready for that. Summer Sale. Get ready to burn a hole in your wallet. So, let's do some non-anime stuff first, though, yeah? And then we'll take a little break, and then we'll get into the anime, and then I got my little question and opinion piece for you at the end, okay? Shout out. Shout out to the homie. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is super hype. I have not played it yet. All I've been doing with Mortal Kombat 11 is watching like videos on it and watching i watched it at combo breaker well i didn't watch it live but i watched the the uh, clips from combo breaker and man that game is super fucking cool man they worked really hard on this one i feel like with mortal kombat x or 10 or whatever it was they kind of just like did like a timeline story weird thing or did that with mortal kombat 9 but then like with mortal kombat x it got just like it was just kind of like another Mortal Kombat game. I don't know. But, like, uh, you know, Kerry Tokugawa, the guy who plays Shang Tsung in the first movie, the American movie, um, they used his likeness for uh, Shang Tsung in this game. So it's fucking odd. And he even, like, looks at the camera and points at the camera and does, like, the, your soul is mine. And it's so fucking awesome. Like, if you grew up watching that movie like I did, you'll know why that's fucking awesome. But, like... Oh, man, I fucking love it. It's so great. I haven't even fucking played the game, and I fucking love it. Like, it's so good. But, it, I, I, you know, they worked really hard on it. The story and everything. A lot of people love the story and everything. The reason I bring it up is because apparently the DLC was leaked, and they leaked hella stuff. Uh, and there was a trailer that came out for Shang Tsung, like, a couple, like, a couple weeks before that like, he was released, released. They released this like little character trailer, and at the end it said "more coming soon," and you heard a zzzz, like a chainsaw, and everybody was like, "Oh, okay, they're just bringing back uh, Leatherface, like they did in Mortal Kombat uh, X um, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre." Turns out it's Ash Williams from Evil Dead, which is fucking awesome, dude. If you're a horror fan, a classic horror fan like myself, I'm not too big into new horror. But if you're a classic horror fan like myself, that's fucking dope. And Terminator, it was another one that they leaked. And uh, they released uh, Ranked Mode, which is awesome. And they're thinking about putting uh, Noob Sabot in there. And then people were kind of theorizing if they were going to put other like horror or other movie characters. And then they um, put out a trailer just this past week for Spawn. Which is fucking, like, awesome. If you know who Spawn is, he's a Todd McFarlane comic character. It's super dope. It was it was one of the most gory, grittiest, like, superhero, anti-hero comics in 
of its time in the 90s and I think late 80s. But like, it's funny because Spawn is actually in a Soul Calibur game also. He's in Soul Calibur 2 for the Xbox version. So he's been in two fighting games. Like, what an asshole. Anyway, so I think that's fucking cool. If anyone wants to play Mortal Kombat 11 with me, I'm totally thinking I might buy it for the PS4. So, like, if you guys want to play with me, we should. Anyway, I spent way too much time on that. So, my bad. Let's move on. Uh, Dr. Mario World, Nintendo's newest mobile title. I think I mentioned this. I mentioned this on a newscast like a couple months ago that they announced a Dr. Mario for the mobile game. And they uh, didn't have a title for it, but now they did have a title for it. Now it's called Dr. Mario World. And they released a trailer. And now Peach, Luigi, and Bowser are in on the fun. And as, as you know, Bowser's my favorite Nintendo character. And he is seriously the most handsomest, most adorable fucking doctor. He's got a fucking coat. His gauntlets are silver and not black. And he's got the little, you know how some doctors are super fancy as fuck and they got the fucking vest underneath on over their shirt and tie. He's got one of those and his stethoscope has spikes on it. Oh my God. I love Bowser. I fucking love him. He's the best. I want to marry him. Fucking Peach is such a bitch for leaving him all the time. Anyway, Dr. Mario World. I fucking love Dr. Mario. Trisha is like a Dr. Mario stan. Like, she loves that fucking game. She's great at it. So we're excited to play this. I'm totally going to play this and maybe do like a review video on it or something. I've been thinking about doing more review vids, like for the main Anime Summit YouTube channel. And I could do a review vid for the extra channel for this. If you want me to do that, let me know, okay? I'm totally down to do like little quick review vids and stuff like that. It's super exciting. So, yeah, Dr. Mario World, check it out. Uh, that should be coming out in July, I think, or July 10th, I think is what it said. Um, speaking of comics, though, that's a dumb segue. Oh, Super Mario. Speaking of comics, uh, Avengers Endgame is being re-released in theaters with more footage. Apparently, there is more footage out there. Uh, there was an article going around saying it was only, like, an extra four minutes, which is kind of stupid. <laughs> like, I remember... They did that with Avatar, I think, and it was, I think Avatar was like a whole extra 30-some minutes, like a whole extra 20-some minutes, and people back then were like, oh, that's stupid, like, why would you go back for an extra 20 minutes, just wait till it comes out on DVD, but then, like, Endgame announced this, and, like, they were, everyone just, like, fucking lost their minds. Um, I don't really know what that means. I did, I, and people on the Discord know this, because I'm on Discord all the time, like, I'm not really on Twitter anymore and any other social medias other than I'm just on Discord. I, I have said on Discord, even in the AAA podcast Discord, I've, I've talked and said, like, that last final fight was too short. Like, if you had a, a version of the movie where that fight was, like, another 10 minutes, I'm down to clown. Like, I'll go back and see it right now. But I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just a bunch of other random-ass shit. To be honest with you, like, I don't really care. Uh, you know, the end game hype is done for me that the MCU is done for me for now until Spider-Man carries on the torch. S perfect segue into my next thing. They did confirm that they were going to do a Venom crossover with Spider-Man, which I mean, I, I like how they use the term crossover when Venom spawned from, uh, uh, you know, Spider-Man technically the black suit started in the secret wars in Avengers secret wars, but um, Venom, the character himself, I think, spawned in the Spider-Verse. So they were talking about uh, Into the Spider-Verse, right? And then they were talking about Venom going to be appearing in the MCU now that 
that they have rights to this and that. And then people were started theorizing because some people were saying some shit, right? Um, that they were going to do a Spider Verse movie with Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire Spider Man, which is like okay, yeah, right. Like they're not gonna fucking do that, right? But then the the guy who did the art for the opening sequence in Spider Man Two, he tweeted out a a new drawing of Spider Man and put hashtag Spider Man Four which is referring to the actual Spider-Man 4 that was supposed to come out after Tobey Maguire's last Spider-Man 3. Um, They were really legit going to come out with a Spider-Man 4. I remember everyone talked about it. And then a couple years later, everyone was just like, nope, Andrew Garfield. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess they're just redoing it now because Spider-Man 3 was so terrible. But um, now that, you know, and and like I said, I, I feel very, I don't feel good about Disney owning all these companies I think I've made that pretty clear on the Discord as well. But now that they own, like, you know, all the rights to this and that and stuff, they could do that. That would be fucking sick. That would be dope. I don't think, I mean, it might not be possible because I think Sam Raimi and his company still owns the rights to that, like, script and Spider-Verse and stuff and that Spider-Man character. So they probably wouldn't be able to. But that would be fucking dope. It would make a lot of sense, right? Because we just came out with Into the Spider-Verse where they explored Peter Parker's universe and Miles Morales' universe and then this and that and Spider-Gwen and all that in a bag of chips, obviously, right? They could do that. That would be sick. Also due to the fact that Spider-Man Far From Home deals kind of with, like, beings from other universes or dimensions. So... I mean, it's not impossible. They've already fucking did what they fucking did in the Endgame movie, right? So, I mean, it could it, that could happen. It could be sick. There's going to be an after credit scene on Far From Home, and maybe that will tell us. I don't fucking know. Which, that movie comes out, like, in a couple weeks, I think. It's, like, July. I think it's July 4th week, isn't it? I don't remember. But, yeah. So, dog, check it out. Speaking of Disney, though, I heard Toy Story 4 was pretty dope. Which is weird because it's like we don't need this fucking movie. But everyone's saying it's really good. Anyway, that's really all the non-anime news I have. Um, There was a thing I I read here that J.J. Abrams is writing a Spider-Man comic book. Which is fucking dope, okay? We want more of these awesome directors to write more comics. That would be sick. Like, they obviously write good movies and good screenplays and direct good movies. They know how to storytell, you know. There was another thing that said I didn't want to speak on this too much because I had covered E3 so much last year, but um, apparently the Sonic team says that 2021 is going to be the year of Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know what that means. I think they're meaning that in terms of like, you know, it's it, there's going to be a new slew of games coming out, and also the movie is going to be coming out late 2020, so. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I know Sonic and Mario at the Olympics is a thing, but that's not really a Sonic game. That's more of like a crossover. But, you know, uh, that, that that was interesting. I saw that article today for you Sonic stands out there. So there you go. Anyway, let's move on to the anime news. But really quick right here, we're going to take a quick break. Booyah, check that out for me, okay? And always... Links.AnimeSummit.net. If you go to links.anime, you type in links.animesummit.net. You can find all the links right there. 
um, I don't think the Patreon link is there, but we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Anime Summit. Okay, there you go. I really appreciate that. I did mention, someone asked me the other day, okay, like, uh, you know, or no one asked me, but, you know, we were talking about under the Discord. Because um, a lot of you guys on the Discord post, like, Twitter links and stuff. I don't really use Twitter anymore um, for a multitude of reasons. I just don't. I You know, um, I'm not really, I'm trying to get away from social media due to a bunch of shit happening last year and this year. So I really only use my Facebook, which is pretty private. Um, I've deleted a lot of people and s- stuff like that. I'm friends with, like, Quoka and, and Mac, obviously, and whatever. But, yeah, no, I don't really use it anymore. I don't really use it. So I'm I'm really just on Discord. So if you want to talk to me, you know, the best way to talk to me is on Discord, um, which sucks because I knew there was a lot of um, fans that I, me personally, had on there. Shout out to Scrawny. Like, I love Scrawny. Like, they're fucking amazing. They always retweet my shit. And are complimenting me on me and Nick on how we do on the show and uh, Danny and making jokes about Danny and Nick being the OTP and stuff like that. Like they're funny. Like I fucking Scrawny is awesome. I love them. Um, but yeah, I'm not really on Twitter anymore. So if you want to talk to me, Discord's the best way. Um, I'm on there all the time because I'm constantly networking and on the computer all the time working on this stuff. So um, I'm on there all the time. So booyah, booyah, shaka. Okay. But anyway. Shout out to all the Patreons again, okay? I want to give a shout out to them again. Um, right now, there's just a dollar tier, and I'm currently making and working on stuff and talking with Nick and Danny and Coca and some other people about making gifts and doing things like that. I know Nick made a joke for the dollar tier people, the first dollar tier people who are donating right now, uh, to send them feet pics. <laughs> If <laughs> we're not going to fucking do that, okay? I mean, I guess if you really want it, we will. <laughs> but I don't I don't know. Feet is like a big inside joke with Anime 7 now because of Sen. Shout out to Sen, who's also a patron. Um, but if we do that, I got to fucking shave my feet first and get a pedicure, okay? So shut up. Anyway, let's get into the anime. <laughs> ah, okay. Let's get into the... <laughs> let's get into the anime news. Shut up. Okay. Um, so this is, this is my big piece. I'm going to say that for the end. I got, I, I got, it's, I got an opinion and then I got a question with that opinion to ask you guys. Okay. Anyway, I'll say that for the end. Let's start Let's start with this French artist, Jérôme Alcui. I th- I'm saying that super wrong. Okay. I didn't took French. Okay. I took Spanish and then I learned a little Japanese and I learned a little Thai. That's it. Okay. I don't, I don't know nothing about no French except for we means we, we means yes or something like that. Which is hilarious to me because I used to say take a wee when I would go to the bathroom. Uh, French artist Jérôme Alcui, Alcui, Alki, Alquay, or Alqua is launched Akita Shoten, which is a manga company launched a new manga based on Leiji Matsumoto's Captain Harlock manga titled Captain Harlock Arcadia no Kyoku, um, cat which is which means Captain Harlock Memoirs de la Arcadia or Captain Harlock Memories of the Arcadia. On its Manga Cross website on Tuesday, French artist Jérôme Alcois is credited for the art, while Matsumoto is credited for the original work, setting, and designs. The manga is a collaboration between Akita Shoten and French publisher Kana. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. Like I, I said this on a newscast recently, too, that it's always cool to see other countries get into the world of anime and manga. It just kind of reestablishes and reinforces the idea that anime and manga is its own form of art and cartooning and 
animation, you know, which is super dope. I love that. So that's super awesome. Dragon Quest Your Story CG Anime Films new trailer previews some of the story. That's super dope. I can't wait to fucking watch this. Like, it looks so fucking cool. Like, I'm so excited. Plus, there's a Catface Johnson in it. So, automatically, it's a 10 out of 10 movie. But for you Dragon Quest-like fans out there, I, I, you know, I haven't played them enough. I've played eight. I've played one and two. I played Dragon Warrior Monsters on the pocket game of Pocket Color, which is the one where you capture monsters and it's kind of like Pokemon. I played that one. I beat that game. That game was fucking hard. Uh, I think I played... I have Dragon Quest Nine on the DS also, but I never played it. Um, but Dragon Quest is a fucking fun game, and this movie, even if you're not a fan of Dragon Quest, this movie is going to be like its own like Dragon Quest story, and I think it's going to give you enough of an idea what Dragon Quest is all about. Hopefully we get more Dragon Quest fandom up in this bitch after people see this movie, because it looks super sick. Um, Crunchyroll adds Fire Force anime for Summer Simulcast. I am so excited for Summer Force, you guys. I or Summer Force, Fire Force, sorry, not Summer Force. I am so excited for Fire Force. It's so sick. It looks so fucking dope. The main character Shinra Kusakabe, he he like uses his feet. Like I haven't read the manga, okay? So like this is all new to me. But like I know there's a lot of people out there who have been reading the manga. But fucking he he has fights with fire feet. And then you have fucking uh Arthur Boyle who is a fucking, like, priest guy with blonde hair, but it is, he's got a lightsaber, but the lightsaber handle is, like, a cross, and, like, the lightsaber is, like, a holy light or something. He's fucking Luke Sky Priest, okay? Like, Jesus loves you in the name of the Force. Back the fuck up, fire. Fucking dope. And then you have, like, this really cute nun girl whose name is Iris, and then you have another character named Maki Oze, She's like got these two little fireball familiars, and she's really cute. And then, of course, you have to have the fucking bookworm, Ida Tenya, guy with the glasses. He's got some gun shit. And then we got Hunky Boss Daddy right here, Akiteru Obi. I mean, it looks cool, and the character designs look sick. I can't, I'm, I'm fucking hyped for that. Anime Expo hosts North American premiere of Promare anime film. Boom, enough said. And I, I told, I also said on the newscast, too, that I wasn't going to try and cover um, Anime Expo stuff so much just in case we do a report on it when Nick goes, because uh, I think Nick is going, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, you guys are going to be looking at that shit anyway. So, But anyway, I just wanted to say that because it's Promare, and I'm super hyped for Promare. Konosuba Dungeon RPG's gameplay video TV ad streamed. They released a new gameplay trailer for the Konosuba RPG game. I mentioned this a little bit ago. It's coming out for PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita on June 27th after a delay. And I think... It's coming to the U.S. also. It's also coming to the... Yeah, it's weird that it's coming to the Vita because I thought they stopped uh, doing shit for the Vita. But, um, hell yeah, dog. It's the, It looks cool. It looks like kind of just your basic RPG but and dungeon crawler RPG, but it looks cool. So I'm excited for this hype. Kinukuman Manga returns to Shonen Jump after 11 years with one shot. Uh, this year's 29th issue of Shuisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine published a new 47-page one-shot manga of Kanikuman by Yude Tamago on Monday. The one-shot titled Sayonara Kanikuman no Maki, the goodbye Kanikuman story, is the first time the manga has returned to Weekly Shonen Jump in 11 years. The one-shot portrays the arrival of of 10 supermen during Kanikuman's retirement ceremony. Um, if you don't know what um, Kanikuman is... It, it it was this anime in the 80s, and it came 
to the United States branded as muscle as like an acronym. So it was like M period U period S C L E with like periods in between. And uh, they changed the name to muscle. I don't know why. Then the, it was about this wrestler named Kunigumon and he was like, it's all about Japanese wrestling, people with masks and everything. And then they came out with this new anime called uh, Kunigumon Nisei Second Generations, um, which came to North America. On, they, they, they played it on four kids and uh, Fox Kids also, I think. It was called Ultimate Muscle, the Kunigumon Legacy, where it portrays his son. And uh, it was a cool anime, dude. It was actually it got it was a cool shonen anime. Like it, shit got serious. Like they was they was power bombing bitches from like that. Like they would do wrestling matches like in a dome, right? And somehow they would jump all the way to the top like rafters of the dome and power bomb people into the ring from the the ceiling of the dome. Like you know it's shonen, right? So like it's supposed to be ridiculous. But yeah, it's cool. So I guess this is their way of you know ending. Um, of having that ending there because there wasn't an ending to like the original Kanikamon. There was, but it didn't show him retiring and all that stuff. Cause in the, uh, the Kanikamon legacy with his son, they, they mention it, you know, but yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's fucking dope. My hero academia's anime four season cast, Rei Murakawa, uh, Rie Murakawa, um, is going to play bubble girl. Booyah. I'm excited. The trailer just came out for this too. And holy Hannah, man. I'm so excited for My Hero. I'm not going to get into it too much, obviously, because it's just My Hero. It's a shonen, whatever. But I love it. And I'm glad that people made me watch it. People of the Discord, y'all know how to recommend me shonens, okay? Like, And I'm about to start Hunter x Hunter in like a couple months here. Maybe not a couple months. I'm probably going to start Hunter x Hunter next month when uh, summer season starts and and uh, I get some of these anime decade spotlights out of my fucking face. Um Somalia in the Forest Spirit TV anime reveals more cast and a January delay. Um, It was delayed. I think the premiere was delayed a little bit. I don't don't know why. I don't I remember. I don't remember reading why. Um, But uh, they were they finally revealed more of the cast and more key visuals of the characters Um, that is set in a world ruled by spirits and monsters and where humans are persecuted and driven to the brink of extinction. In a, in a forest, a golem, the guardian of the forest, and a little girl meet. Their journey as surrogate father and daughter to each other begins. Uh, it's pretty cute. Uh, it looks pretty sick. And the, 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 the key visuals look super amazing. Like, super colorful, vibrant colors. Hopefully the animation is awesome as well. But, um, yeah. Uh, Evangelion. Oh, that's right, dude. I totally forgot. Today is June 21st, right? Evangelion came out on Netflix today, and we were talking about it on the Discord earlier. So I got some Evangelion news here, too. Um, some people have already started watching it. I have not started watching it yet. I got an anime decade spotlight to get out of the way first before I start watching that, but we will be covering that. Anyway, Evangelion gets samurai armor figure designed by Afro Samurai's Takashi Okazaki. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's fucking that's fucking dope. Um it has a tentative name. The figure has a tentative name called Ryobot, all purpose human type battle weapon first unit. Um, it looks like it's going to be Ava Unit One, and the the drawing of it. So there's, they revealed the drawing of it. They didn't reveal what unit it is, but just by looking at the head and the face, it looks like Unit One, and it's got like these fucking samurai sword and pants and armor. Super fucking sick, dude! It's gonna be so sick. Um, I'm hyped for that. I'm I'm pumped. I'm super pumped. Uh, the toy maker is going to be Sentinel. 
and uh, it's it gets to celebrate their tenth anniversary exhibit, which was held on June fifteenth to sixteenth. Um, it was revealed at that exhibit, so that's pretty cool. So I saw this picture today. <laughs> it came on my feed. Um, or no, a couple days ago, it came on my feed, and um, John Cho uh, re- shows off his Spike Spiegel like hair in a selfie that he uh, took. Uh, actor John Cho will star in the long-awaited Cowboy Bebop live-action adaptation and has already began his transformation into the space bounty hunter with the new do. A recent selfie of the actor shows John Cho sporting longer, fluffier hair. Um, he posted the photo with his dad on his Instagram account on Sunday. Uh, you know what? He kind of looks pretty spikish. I'm not going to lie to you. He's got the fucking forward, flowy, bang, fro thing going and... Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I <laughs> I'm gonna save I'm gonna save my shit obviously for when we cover it. But he doesn't look bad. I, that that does look like his hair. I'll say that. I'll give it that much. Um, Food Wars manga spinoff, um, Shokugeki no Soma Let's Hua ends. Um, I believe this manga was a spinoff, and it was about um the fucking guy. What's his fucking nuts? He was one of the guys in the autumn elections. The one of the teachers, the guy with the pink hair, and uh, Soma did his stagiaire at his restaurant. I fucking I can't fucking. I'm so bad. Like I, there's so many characters in that, um, in that anime. But it's about that guy, and um, it's gonna have three more chapters under the title Shogeki no Soma Led Dessert, in Shuisha's Jump Giga. So if you're reading the manga, oh Kojiro Shinomiya. Sorry, I'm an idiot. The the legume legume magician. Kojiro Shinomiya. But anyway, that spinoff manga is ending. So if you're reading that, it's ending. That sucks because I actually really like that character. He's really cool. He's like this hardened guy and then Soma shows him like, hey, don't be such a hard ass. Love it. Uh, that's the beauty about Shonen. You can fit in so much character development and take all the time you want with it pretty much. Um Animation student shows off their take on Fate Geo Babylonia ahead of TV anime. An animation student's fan-made Fate Grand Order animation went viral after it was posted on Thursday. Artist Decopon, D-E, in case case you want to check it out, okay? D-E-C-O-P-O-N. And his Twitter is at XenoXSS. X-E-N-O-X-S-S. Who identifies as a current student at a private animation school in their Twitter bio posted the animation on their Twitter and YouTube accounts. Their posts have accumulated over 100,000 retweets on Twitter and 50,000 views on YouTube. The 30-second animation depicts Decobon's own interpretation on Fate Grand Order's ninth chapter, which will be covered in the upcoming Fate Grand Order Absolute Demonic Front Babylonia TV anime. The clip is filled with impressive action cuts and sword moves. Dude, yeah, I watched it. Oh. It is fucking crazy. Um, I'll give you that Twitter one more time. It's at X-E-N-O-X-S-S, at Xenoxss. okay? And then his, like, name on there is Decopon. So check that out. Uh, Kill a Kill If, or IF, game uh, released a new new character trailers for Ira Gamaguri and Uzu Sanagayama, uh, coming out for PS4, Switch, and the PC, and it will launch in Japan July 25th, and on the West the day after, so July 26th. I'm super excited for that. I definitely want to get this on PS4, but knowing my bitch ass, I'll probably buy it on the PC. But 
I, I don't know. You let me know. Let me know what you guys are going to buy it on. I'll buy it for fucking both. If it means I get to play with it like you guys, I'll totally buy it for both. Um, Business Fish motion capture anime announced with July 7th premiere. Toho Animation revealed on Friday that a new motion capture anime series titled Business Fish will premiere on Tokyo MX and BS11 on July 7th. The anime will also be streaming on Hulu. I don't know me don't know if that means it will get it on Hulu here. Also, hopefully it does mean that because it's like a mocap anime and it's about a businessman and his head is a fucking fish and it's just called Business Fish. <laughs> fucking Fishface Johnson up in here. Uh can you call Fishface Johnson to the conference room please? I got to have a conversation about those reports the other day. Anyway, that's fucking funny. The trailer looks hilarious. Um, Sugo Okazaki launches new Cyborg 009 manga in July. The August issue of Akita Shoten's Champion Red magazine revealed on Wednesday that Sugo Okazaki is launching a new manga based on Shotaro Ishinomori's classic science fiction hero manga, Cyborg 009. The manga is titled Cyborg 009 Bigu Parts Delete. B-G-O Parts Delete. (laughs) And it will launch in the magazine's next issue on July 19th. The story follows a global organization known as Black Ghost, which seeks to lock the world into internal war. Black Ghost captures nine men and women, turns them into cyborg, with the cyborgs rebel and fight against Black Ghost. It doesn't really say if it's going to be like a sequel to like Call of Justice or the original re-cyborg or whatever. I don't know, honestly. Um, maybe it's just a retelling. The artwork looks fucking sick, though. It looks dope. Like the They're trying to like maintain... Uh, Ishinomori style, which is dope, but just a little updated. Kind of like like how Dororo is doing the anime right now, which is super sick. Super sick to me. Um, Evangelion's Cruel Angel Thesis gets new Taiko drum arrangement in July. Evangelion Genesis on Netflix now, so it'd be understandable if you have the Hisei Anasan Grand Prize-winning opening theme stuck in your head. Um, apparently, there's going to be a festival. I don't know why I said this piece of news. This is dumb. I don't care about this. This is stupid. <laughs> oh man this is dumb what taiko drum i don't fucking care anyway if you want to hear it it's called crew angel thesis matsuri spirit it's on youtube right now you can find it on youtube um yeah that's uh, you know what else is weird too is like i guess they couldn't get the rights to fly me to the moon which is fucking weird anyway we'll cover that when me and nick do the uh the uh, episode on it uh, ZX Code Reunion anime reveals cast and promo video. Okay, so if you don't know what ZX is, or it, I've I've I heard it's also pronounced Zenix. Um, ZX is uh, a card game, and it's called ZX Zillion, Zillions of Enemy X. Um, it's a card game that's a tactical card game. So you have a grid of three by three, and you put your cards on the grid, and you attack the other opponent's quote unquote commander or main character or whatever. Uh, it's a really sweet card game, and it's had a couple anime adaptations in the past, um, and it doesn't adapt. It's not like an adaptation. It's not a. It's not an anime where it's like kids playing a card game like Vanguard or Yu-Gi-Oh is. It, it's a. It, the anime is about like the the story behind the cards, just kind of like how Magic has a story with the cards in it, like about Chandra and Alar and the Planeswalkers. The anime is about that shit. Um, this anime Code Reunion. On the other hand, I believe is, is is doing that. It's the story of the original game set in the not so distant future. Um, 
Five black points suddenly appeared around the world as portals to parallel worlds immediately after strange creatures began their invasion from these portals. So that's why they call it Zillions of Enemy X. That's the original um, storyline to Zen X. Um, they haven't really said what this is about. It looks a little more cutesy, but um, if you guys are interested in Zen X, I'd definitely check it out. It's a cool card game, but um, you know the anime is, is, is kind of really action-y sci-fi, but you know. Uh, check it out. The company game develop the game developer company Universe that's U N I V R S um, announced on Friday that will launch a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign to develop a virtual reality game based on the Little Witch Academia franchise. Um, oh my God! I totally forgot to talk about this in the non news section, <laughs> the, or the non anime section. That uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite launched on mobile, which is like Pokemon Go, but with Harry Potter, uh, which is super sick. Uh, that launched today. I have not tried to play it. Um, a lot of people is um, getting into it, and there you got to have a friend code and everything. So if you want me to hop on that shit, let me know. Um, I don't know what house I'd be sorted into. I think I did the test one time. One time it said Slytherin, and then the next time it said Hufflepuff, which makes sense for both cases, in my opinion. Anyway, speaking of witches, though, <laughs> they announced that they're going to launch a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign to do a VR game based on Little Witch Academia. Um, they describe the game as the player becomes a character in the game and can freely fly around the sky on a broom and race using magic. The VR game uses Universe's unique anti-motion sickness technology patent pending to greatly reduce the VR motion sickness that has limited VR games up until now. This game will be an amazing flying experience that will make the player truly feel like they're flying. That's pretty cool. Um, I can I can think of one time I used VR in Disney World, <laughs> actually. Um, and actually, it wasn't at Disney World. It was at Disney Quest, which was a, um, an, a big, huge Disney arcade that was off-site from Disney World. And they had this section where you rode on, like, these kind of mock bikes um, and you put on the the visor and it was you were on a magic carpet it was aladdin's magic carpet it was super dope that didn't make me motion sickness like or give me motion sickness at all so i don't know what this anti-motion sickness shit is but maybe i just don't get motion sick i don't know i feel like nick is the type of person who gets motion sick and not like the get sick and throw up way like get sick with vr and poop his pants probably type lol on discord right now if you thought that was funny thank you uh, <laughs> uh, Hello World original anime film second special video reveals more cast dude this anime film looks super dope I am not going to lie to you it's a sci-fi love story film set in Kyoto in the year 2027 and will feature famous landmarks such as Fushimi Inari Taisha and Kamo Shrine the film centers on Naomi Katsugaki a male high school student one day a person who calls himself Naomi 10 years from now appears in front of the young Naomi Together, they must change the future and save a classmate, Ruri, whom the younger Naomi starts to date in three months. So on some time travel shit? Oh, man. Uh, you know, Nick is probably going to hate on it right away. He's so sick of the time travel shit, which at this point I'm kind of feeling. I, I, You know, I get that. So Astra Lost in Space this is a more upcoming anime hype. Astra Lost in Space anime's promo video and ad preview opening theme. The official website for the television anime Kenta Shinohara's Astro Lost in Space. Um, if you don't know who Kenta Shinohara is, that's okay. I don't know either. Um, but apparently he is the original creator and story 
uh, an artist for Astro Lost in Space, the manga, the creator for the TV series. Um, I know he did some animation for the Rila Kuma and Karu uh, ONA on Netflix. He did some character designs for Battle Spirits Burning Soul. Um, so not much on his resume. But Astro Lost in Space um, is a sci-fi anime with some very cute characters, very nice, awesome character design. I love how each of their space outfits is a different color um, on some Power Rangers shit. It's the first day of planet camp, and Aries Spring couldn't be more excited. She, along with eight other strangers, leave for planet MCPA for a week-long excursion. Soon after they arrive, however, a mysterious orb appears and transports them into the depths of space, where they find an empty floating spaceship. So it's literally lost in space. If you've ever seen that show, Lost in Space, but um, with uh, with um, with younger kids, you know, from going to they're going to space camp. Um, Masaomi Ando is directing the anime at Studio Lurch. Um, if you don't know who that is, they directed White Album 2, School Live, and Scum's Wish. So there you go. Uh, Studio Lurch, you know, they did Gunslinger Stratos, Magical Special Girl Ops Asuka, and School Live. So there you go. Um, FF7 remake director Tifa's redesign was necessary. <laughs> I just thought the article was funny because, you know, boobs defy gravity or whatever. But um, a lot of things about the FF7 remake are weird. Um, the first thing being that, like I said in the last newscast, that it's in parts. The second one being that none of the original voice actors are going to be in it. And by original voice actors, I mean the ones they casted for, like, Advent Children and Dirge of Cerberus in those later games. Obviously not. They didn't have voice actors in the original game. But um, some of these voice actors have been playing these characters since those, you know, came out. And Advent Children came out when I was, like, in, like, 10th grade. You know, that was, that was like, over 10-some years, 15 years ago. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's really weird that some of the cloud's not going to be cloud. Um, Tifa's not going to be the original voice actress either. It's really weird. So, yeah, there's that. Um, more upcoming anime hype. If you're into this anime, I was into it. It's a short anime, so it's like each episode's like eight minutes or five minutes. Uh, Aninisakeru Kusuriwanai is uh, anime about, it's, it's, it's called There's No Cure for My Brother Being Around Me. Uh, it's about a brother and sister who are close and they're competitive with each other. But then, like, when shit happens, they protect each other. It's kind of a cute anime. Um, it's getting a third season. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's not often where you see some of these short animes get, like, get, like, extra or more seasons. Unless it's something like Kaiju Girls or, like, you know, Isekai Quartet, things like that, you know? Things that are based off of other things. Um, it's it's kind of weird that you see that. I, th- I was surprised that Working Buddy's got a second one. Uh, shout out to Zayla for posting this Nendoroid on the Good Smile Company's website. They came out with a Nendoroid for a Hyakimaru. And you can purchase it at the Good Smile online shop. And pre-orders are going to be open from June 18th, so like right now, <laughs> to the 8th of August. So get on that, get on that. Actually, you know what? Let me click. Let me click on this really quick. Um, let's see how much it is to pre-order. Um, forty-eight hundred yen. So it's like fifty bucks, something like that. That's not bad, I guess, right? Oh, you look. You can change the currency on the Good Smile Company. Yeah, four. Oh wait, I was way off. I'm an idiot. Forty-eight hundred yen is forty-three dollars and ninety-nine cents. So, oh, I guess the 
a U.S. dollar stronger. Okay, sorry, I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, Hyakimaru, 44 bucks if you want that Nendo. Uh, my birthday is coming up soon, so if you want to get me that Nendo, uh, you totally can. Otherwise, I probably have a huge wish list of Nendos that I can share with you guys. Um, here's the last piece before my big piece at the end, okay? Um, there's a new movie coming out called Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl. Um, it's a movie that's coming out. It's gonna be, They're going to be showing an Anime Expo on July 7th, and it's called Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl, which is uh, a sequel to Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. So for those of you who don't know, Rascal Dreams Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai is based on a light novel. The anime covers like the first like four or five volumes, and Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl covers volume f- six and seven of the of the light novels and uh the sixth volume is actually called rascal does not dream of dreaming girl so that's why the anime film is called that but yeah it's just basically a continuation of the series um i think the the light i think there's like 10 volumes in total they're probably just gonna instead of doing a whole nother like anime they're probably just going to release this movie and then like one more i think to cap it off so, yeah, for those of you who like Bunny Girl Senpai, which I know a lot of you do, check that out, okay? Listen, I came across this article today, and I just want to know what you guys think about it. And I don't like to talk about super serious stuff on the podcast or the newscast, okay? For many reasons. Um, just because I don't. It just, um, It's not that I'm complacent or neutral on stances. It's just that... Um, I want everyone to feel chill in our community. And sometimes I go a little too far and I upset some people with saying stuff I say on my Discord or on our Discord. And, you know, I'm sorry about that. I don't ever mean to upset anyone. But uh, I decided to talk about this because I think we can all agree that this is, is, is a crappy thing. And it's kind of a weird thing to bring up. But Madhouse's abusive practices haven't changed says animator in april animation studio madhouse made the news when a production assistant joined a trade union demanding to be paid for hundreds of hours of unpaid overtime the production assistant spoke to journalists about the exploitive practices he experienced at madhouse including working up to 393 hours in one month okay so (laughs) that's um that's fucking crazy, okay? So like I, I gotta I gotta do this really quick. For those of you who don't you know, most of my listeners are our listeners. I keep saying my, I'm really sorry. Most of our listeners are in the US. In the US full time work here is is uh thirty six to forty hours. Most of the time it's forty hours. Um some companies even call thirty two hours full time. I know when I worked at Michaels as a full time framer I was a senior framer there. Um, 32 hours was considered full-time. So my boss always managed to give me 34 to 36 hours, some weeks depending on whatever I got 32. But for those of you who don't know, um, you know, 40 times 4, that's 160 hours in one month. This person was working 393, okay? 393 divided by 4 weeks in a month, right? That means that person was working about 98 hours a week. 98 hours a week. 
okay? Divide that by, let's just say, five. That's 20 hours a day, which means they probably weren't working, like, just the five days. They were probably working every day, including the weekends. So let's just divide it by seven. That's 14 hours every day. Um, I'm not going to get into, like, the studies of, like, what working 40 hours a week does to your body. And I'm not going to get into that. If you want to look at that information, you Google it. Okay. But I just felt really shitty about that. It it made me feel the same way I felt about when, um, I did that piece on the newscast about Sonic, the, the, the Sonic movie and how they have to go back and re animate all that shit. And, um, you know, there was a couple people that had said, you know, on our Discord and not on our Discord, um, even just my friends on Facebook who I was talking to about, they were like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not going to be that hard. And it's like, I'm somebody who majored in animation, and that was only like a secondary part of my degree. So I didn't even major in it as much as actual animation majors majored in it. Um, that shit is not easy, okay? So... I was, it made me feel shitty because it was like, that's this, this exact, this 393 hours a month thing is the fear I have for the people working on the Sonic movie. And these people in, at Madhouse and, and plenty of studios in Japan are doing that exact shit. That fear I have for them is happening right now in Japan. And it just kind of like, it makes me feel a certain way. I never want to do or say anything, which I know I have, okay? And I, I deserve to be called out for it at any time, okay? I'll admit that straight up. I deserve to be called out for any problematic stuff I say or do, okay? So it just kind of, I always try and think about stuff I'm contributing to or things I'm doing. And it just like, and maybe I'm being a little too sensitive. You know, you tell me. But like, I don't ever want to contribute to something that I might find problematic or reprehensible. So, like, if I'm consuming anime made by Madhouse, I'm am I contributing to that? And and I think I would say maybe, but maybe not. Like, obviously, I didn't know that was happening until this guy tweeted about it. You know what I mean? And um, I don't think it's it's not my job as a consumer of anime to like you know, speak out about that stuff. But as a consumer of anime, we should talk about it more and speak out against it. Like, I know it's not my job to. Like, I'm just supposed to consume it, okay? I'm supposed to pay for it and consume it. That's it. That's my job as a consumer. But then, like, as a person, as a human who's worked, I've, you know, I've worked two jobs before. I've worked... 50 hour weeks before I've never worked that before. Okay. Like obviously anything I've worked is nothing compared to that 393 hours a month. I'm not comparing myself to that at all. I'm just saying, I know what it's like to be overworked. I definitely do. Um, when I was working at two, when I was working at my day job and at a grocery store uh, a couple of years ago and doing this podcast, um, it was tough. You know, I, I was, I, and as I started becoming the editor and stuff for the podcast, um, I had to quit that second job at the grocery store. It just was kind of hard. You know what I mean? It was very tough. So I, I, I feel that pain, 
the kind of pain I don't feel is the 393 hours a month. Like, and I'm laughing because it's ridiculous, right? It scares me. I'm nervous. Like, I'm just nervous to talk about it. It's fucking, it's fucking scary. But I don't know. I, I, I'm willing to have a discussion about this. I, I, I think, um, I think obviously it's not my job to, to care about that stuff, but I'm saying as a consumer, but as a human being, I think it's my job to care about it. And um, I think we have to, we have to, as consumers, as as humans, kind of push that attitude to our attitudes as consumers and kind of be like, okay, my entertainment is not worth someone's health because they're working so hard to bring us this entertainment. I don't know. That's just me personally. You know, obviously, I don't want you guys to feel like shit or feel bad or anything. That's just me personally. And I just want to know if there's anyone out there who kind of feels the same or has another take on it, that kind of thing. That's my question is how do you guys feel about it? What's your take on it? You know, it's it's the same thing as like it's the same thing as like because people are saying like, oh, I only buy ethically sourced this or ethically sourced that. And then later you find down find out down the road that it's not ethically sourced at all. It's like. Okay, well, shit, like your phone was made by a 12 year old in Malaysia or China, you know, and it's like you what do you do? You need a phone, right? But I mean, we don't need anime, but, you know, still, it's it's kind of like that. It makes you feel weird. And again, I don't like to talk too serious about um, too about too much serious stuff on this newscast or the podcast just because I like to avoid problems because people get heated people get way too heated okay like people get way too up in their butt about certain shit and half the people who get shit up their butt don't even know what they're talking about okay and clearly with this subject i don't really know what i'm talking about either you know what i mean like i'm 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 pretty ignorant to this issue and i think there are people on the discord who know more about how animation studios work and stuff like that so i'd love to be educated on that and I'd, I'd love to hear what you think about that. But I think one thing is we can all agree that 393 hours in a month and the other numbers I broke down for you from that is messed up. Like, that is not good. I think that's terrible for your health. You're being overworked. That's not good. I, I think that's that's kind of shitty. Um, I think we can all agree that that's pretty crappy. I don't know if anybody I know personally or I don't think any of you guys would want to work 393 hours a month. And obviously, you know, treat every situation with nuance, okay? Just because Madhouse does it doesn't mean the studio next door does it. But it it could mean that the studio next to that studio does it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to fucking talk about every fucking studio. We're just talking about Madhouse here. But, you know, treat every situation with nuance. Let me know what you guys think. You know, treat it as a separate issue. Let me know what you guys think. I'm, I'm very curious. I want, I, And, you know, I need to be educated a little more on on animation studio practices and things like that. Um, I, and plus, for the sake of our podcast also, I'd like to be educated more on that. So if you know, and you know what's going down, let me know how you feel about the situation, okay? Um, I'm, I'm, I'll be waiting for you in the Discord, okay? Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening every week. You guys are fucking awesome, and I don't fucking tell you enough how much I love you guys so much, how much you guys validate me and Nick and Danny and Quoka and mac and all the other hosts before and the guests and everything like that we're growing into something now that is 
I never thought we would be a year ago, and that's awesome. And I, 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 people say that I say it too much, but I don't think I say it to you guys enough. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. You guys mean the world to me. Okay. There. I'm done being cheesy. We're done. Fuck you. Okay. You're all bitches. Anyway. <laughs> and then I just go right to calling you guys bitches. Anyway. Uh, that being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.